Welcome, welcome back to another episode of the No Name Podcast. I'm your host, Juan Henriquez, also known as Kamikaze. And if you're new to the show, welcome to the family. The No Name Podcast is a space in which we discuss a plethora of topics, from improving your overall health to the world of sports and media. In today's episode, we'll be discussing the shock jock release of Honestly Nevermind by Drake and discuss if it was a hit or a miss. Stick it to the music industry. The 2022 XXL freshman list finally dropped, and I'm not going to lie, this has been one of my favorite lists in a while. So we're going to discuss who made it, who I wish would have been on it, and my honest reviews on it. Finally. I don't know where have you been, but if you didn't know, Curry and the Golden State Warriors finally completed the mission and won the 2022 NBA championship. I don't know where the hell you've been. With his fourth ring, now where does Curry rank amongst the rest of the NBA greats? Today, I'll be discussing my all-time top 10 list, which honestly, I don't think a lot of people are going to agree with. And finally, you know I have to provide some food for the mind and end off the podcast with a quote of the day. So now, let's just get into the episode. I was just minding my own business last week, just trying to catch up on One Piece, when I got a notification that Aubrey Graham was dropping his seventh studio album titled Honestly Nevermind. I was just minding my business last week, just trying to catch up on some One Piece, seeing Luffy and the crew go through the new world and stuff. When I got a notification on my phone that Drake is dropping a seventh studio album titled Honestly Nevermind at midnight. I'll consider myself a pretty big Drake fan, so I had to mentally prepare myself to spend the next day just beaming on this album, releasing on June 17th at midnight. But I didn't want to listen to it right away. I had to wait till the next morning so I can be in my car because bumping music in your car just hits different. My expectations before I even pressed the album was this was going to be a, a summer jam, a summer album with a little bit of everything from club music to in your feelings to reminiscing of the old Drake. I sat back, closed my eyes. I pressed the intro and I was ready for this album. The intro set me up for a different feeling before I even went to the next song, Falling Back, because it was slow, uh, a saxophone type of beat playing to set me up to get in my feelings. And Falling Back came on. I had to open my eyes real fast because once that beat dropped, a techno type beat surprised me, but surprised me in a good way. I was instantly hooked. The mixture of techno and dance with this R&B type flow from Drake was nothing that I ever expected at all. So when Tex Go Green came on, and it was the same type of style and flow, I was like, okay, Drake, I see what you're doing. You're, you're ready to expand your game and take your legacy to another level. Getting through the whole album from intro to liability, I included that I generally fuck with this album heavily simply because it's not the Drake that we were accustomed to. He gave us songs that we can get into our feelings with, but like Tex, Tex Go Green, Flight Book, Downhill, and then he did something smart that I didn't think he was going to catch on sooner than later. Creating TikTok music, such as Current Sticky, that I can generally see people dancing to, like that Jersey, Philly, club dance. Um, and then he gave us a little a little taste of what we thought the album was going to be with Jimmy Cook featuring 21 Savage. If I had to cross one thing off my bucket list, it would definitely be be in the studio with 21 and Drake, because when they produce a song, they'd be fusing dancing or, or something, because Everything they make, from sneaking to knife talk off CLB to Mr. Right Now off of Savage Mode 2, they never miss. I've never seen a miss from them. This was one of the albums that we generally did not ask for, but 
in a weird way needed because it showed how diverse this man is and how he is willing to create a different type of music to expand his fan base. To me, the whole album just sounded like one big song, which I really enjoyed every second of it. This was a W choice from Drake. But we still need that scary hour three for the summer, sir. We need that. We need that. So, as a fan, first thing that I usually do after listening to the album is I go see how the internet feels about it. Just just to see what they're feeling and everything. And I'm not going to lie. I seen some funny ass comments of like, this is H&M Forever 21 <laughs> music. And I have a field day with this album. Um, that Drake named this album perfectly because it shows how they felt about it after they started listening to it. Um, but I just seen a lot of dick writing comments. Like, I'm not going to listen to this after seeing everyone saying it's trash. But the thing to me is the same people who keep saying that this album is trash in mid are the same ones who are going to be bumping it later on. And then years later saying this classic, like, shut the fuck up. Like, you were just talking mad shit about it. Because everyone else is talking shit about it. But, amen, like, people like to dick ride. And that usually happens. Especially with, like, the double XL freshman list. All I seen in the comments was, L class. The list gets worse every single year. Who the fuck are these people? Well, I'm going to tell you who's on this list. People that I instantly knew off this list. People like Babyface Ray. Um, who's a rapper who loves discussing about making more money than you. Uh, he comes from Detroit, Michigan, and he arrived at the scene later in his career, but pretty much at the right time. He's been in the game for 10 years. Um, Babyface Ray broke out to myself um, with his last project this year titled Face, with notable songs like Sincerely Face, Blood, Sweat, and Tears with G Herbo, Steak, and Lobster. Um, he was on Future's recent album, I Never Liked You, on the track No Securities. He's going to take Detroit and Michigan music to another level, so keep an eye out for him. Um, another artist that I didn't know on the list, Baby Tron, he's sticking to the Michigan scene. Um, he's another person who talks about making more money than you and can rap on your favorite artist's best beat. Only 21 years old, Baby Tron has shown in the past years the ability to produce catchy punchlines in a sense of style that we haven't heard in recent years. Ever heard of someone rapping over 21 beats before? Listen to Emperor of the Universe by Baby Tron to understand that this man can rap on any beat i'm really looking forward for this cypher because i know baby tron's gonna kill it uh the third artist that i instantly knew off the list was sofago i came on to sofago hype extremely late in my opinion um he signed to travis scott's cactus jack record um only being 20 years old um i seen his music blow up on tiktok song from like off the map knock knock and with a previous um ep project that he dropped before pink expect to hear more sofago in the upcoming years Big 30. Big 30 is hailing from Memphis, Tennessee, and is a money bag yo artist that has that Memphis flow in him. Known for his most popular feature on Neighbors with his childhood friend, Pooh Shitesy, Big 30 has made a name for himself with songs like Go with Money Bag Yo, SRT with Mon Money Bag Yo, Black Youngster, and Pooh Shitesy. Expect to see more music being pushed by Big 30 and seeing his name become bigger in the Memphis scene. Another artist coming from the Memphis Seas is Big Scar. Big Scar has been putting a name for himself in the recent years. After Scar's cousin, Pusheisi, brought his music to Gucci Mane, Big Scar signed to Mane's Atlantic Distributor 1017 imprint in 2020. Sounds like Frozone or Soul Boys 2 showing a bright future for Big Scar. So I hope to see nothing but the best for him in the upcoming years. 
Nardo Wick. Who wants smoke with me? Who wants smoke with me? If you haven't heard these lines before, then you've never listened to the radio, you've never been on TikTok, or you've been living under a rock. One of the most noticeable names hailing on this list, coming from Jacksonville, Florida, Nardo made a name for himself with his song, Who Wants Smoke, which was remixed by Little Dirk, 21 Savage, and G Herba. He also has a song with Future and Little Baby titled Mirror Sum. So expect to see more Nardo with bigger known artists. And the last one that I didn't know from this list was Kochi. At first, I didn't recognize who Kochi was because I've never seen his face. But when I typed in his most popular song, Tell Him came up. And I know I keep bringing up TikTok, but if you've ever been on TikTok, then you have heard this song before and I put money on it. Signing to Columbus Records in 2020, breakout songs such as Hatchback has brought a fan base attached to his name. So keep a lookout for him. Now, to artists that I do not know who the hell they were when I seen it. Callie, with her new EP, Toxic Chocolate, which released in March, the Georgia native broke out at the end of 2020 with her single, Do A Bitch. KC, a name that I'm surprised to never hear of because of the, some of the people he's worked with is crazy to me. Names like Lil Wayne and Kanye West. Casey has won a Grammy Award for Best Melodic Rap Performance for his help being a backup vocal on Kanye's single, Hurricane. Be on the lookout for his studio album, Who Is Casey, dropping later this year. Ken The Man. When I see this name, I didn't know who to match the name to face when I seen that double XL cover art. But Ken the Man is a female artist coming from Houston, Texas. She dropped her debut studio album in 2021 titled What's My Name with noticeable features such as I'm Perfect and Rose Gold's Dripper Pole. Saucy Santana. Starting off as a makeup artist for the City Girls, Saucy Santana released Walk em Like a Dog in 2019, which started to spread his name more, even becoming a recurring guest on Love & Hip Hop Miami. Songs like Material Girl, Walk has caught attention of artists like Nicki Minaj. And finally, Dolce. Being the first female rapper to sign with TDE, Talk Dog Entertainment, Dolce has produced two massive singles this year with Persuasive and Crazy. So be on the lookout for her too. Now that everyone's been introduced, when I've seen this list, I haven't been this excited to hear a cipher in such a long time. I always take a look at the freshman list every year, and this has to be one of the most diverse and exciting lists that I've been in in a while. The comments on this list has been a lot of hating, and it's because people do not know who these people are, which leads me to to be frustrated because people tend to forget the point of this list to highlight the upcoming talent in the game. It, it's usually the older generation, so people around my age now, who make these comments because they are not in tune with the upcoming artists that we would have loved when we were younger. For example, I'm a basketball fan on every level, especially the high school level. When I was in middle school, high school, I grew up watching Lonzo Ball, um, Mikel Bridges, Andrew Wiggins, Ben Simmons when he was looking like a god. Uh, for the people who really watch Ball's life, Trey Jefferson, uh, Marcus Levette, Harry Giles. But as soon as you start getting older, you start to stick around your age group and not catch up what's going on in the younger generation. So if you hear names like DJ Wagner, Rob Dillingham, Jared McCain, Cobra Flag, 
then you're going to be lost because you're not keeping up with the upcoming talent. Same goes with this list. Unless you listen to the next generation of music, you are going to feel lost when you see this list. I was watching recently uh, Playboy Max, uh, a Twitch streamer and YouTuber, mentioning that the 2016 list that had G Herbo, Kodak, 21 Savage, Lil Uzi, Lil Yachty, Davies. Damn, that's a golden list. I'm not going to lie. But back then, people were hating on that list when it dropped. People were hating on that cipher. Now that we look back at it, we view it as they were gods because we were kids when they dropped it. The older generation back then were hating on it because they said it was trash. It's the same thing that's happening now. Honestly, for me, this list is beautiful. Like who who else? For the people saying this is trash, who else would you have done this list who would have made it better? I don't think anyone would have made this list such a big change to it. Um, there is some people that I wish I personally was on it. Um, names like Yeet. Yeet had a big gear. Um, but I keep hearing that he probably declined it. Um, someone who I believe 100% would have been on it if he wasn't in jail right now. K-Flock, 100%. Um, I'm surprised there's no drill, drill people on it. I'm surprised B-Love didn't make it. Um, but I understand B-Love more because he needs to show another year of consistency um and finally make a song on a bigger scale um that k flock did so a k flock would love to see it if he can get out of jail um hopefully next year they can have him on there by 100 percent k flock ken carson i would have loved to see ken carson there um i already said b love uh shy k and dougie b um i know they were in a nominations um, I don't think Shai K was. I think Dougie B was. But if they can show another year of consistent work and honestly spread out, B Love been spreading out more. I know he, his recent song, one of his most recent songs was Corey LeRae. But I view Down South as the mecca of hip hop right now. If you want to expand to a bigger audience, link up with someone from Down South. Uh, I promise you. Your music will will go more nationwide than staying in one district. Um, so I would love to see that from B-Love especially. Um, I would love to see that from Shai K and Dougie B as well, expanding your, your range of your music. You can definitely make this list. Um, but like I said, this was an amazing list. The only recent list that I could say is up there with this list, especially because they progressed in the past two years, would be the 2022 double xl freshman list that was my favorite one that had polo g jack harlow rod wave lil tj volume four and baby keem nle chopper rp lil keith um cowboy cowboy i think i said it wrong cowboy damn i still struggle saying it cowboy um and lotto this list right here from top to bottom five five so the only way I can say that this 2022 list will be better than this 2020 list is give it two years. Because since this 2020 list, all these guys, majority of the guys have made it to a bigger scale. Polo G, uh, Jack Harlow, Rod Wave. Damn, I need Rod Wave to drop some music. Lil TJ, um, Favi, Baby Keem, Annalie Chopper. Like, like, come on, they... they Guys have been doing the work. So, um, again, I love this list. Um, I can't wait to see what, how the cypher goes. Um, people got to stop hating um, and understand the 
the main purpose of this list. So now moving on, moving on to the top 10 list. Curry, good job. You made it. You you made it into my top 10 list. The thing was, I've already had you on my top 10 list before the season even started. I want to say I've had you on my top 10 list since 2020, I want to say. Um, since 2020, I've been having you on my top 10 list. Um, I rank mine a little differently um, than most people. I don't really, obviously your career has something to do with it. But to me, I go based on more on your player skills and player development. Um, and how great of a basketball player were you um, during your peak? Um, so for me, my top 10 has to be LeBron as the GOAT. Jordan, number two. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, number three. Kobe, number four. This one's going to get a little heat. KD, number five. Shaq, six. Curry, seven. Magic, eight. Bird nine, Tim Duncan ten. I'm not gonna explain any of it right now. I'll let you explain in more detail. But that is my top ten of all time. Um, Curry, you were you were at ten before winning this fourth ship brought you to seven. If you win another one, I'm already debating you having six already. But Shaq was more dominant when he was at his prime. So. I will have to give it to Shaq right now. If you can improve from what you did from this year to last year, I think I will have you on my top my top six. If KD stops winning and Curry, you continue to keep winning, I will have Curry in my top five players of all time. The only reason why, okay, let me explain Curry. You changed the way the game is played. We haven't seen such transformation in quite a while, honestly. You changed the way the whole game of basketball is perceived, the way that we play, the way that we train, the way that we watch. If you're not a top 10 player off of that facts right there only, then I don't know what the fuck that is. <laughs> in my opinion, I generally just think you are an amazing basketball player beyond the game of basketball. You are a culture impact. Um, so I definitely have you seventh, and I will, by the end of your career, you will definitely be moving up 100%. Um, so that concludes another episode of the No Name Podcast. Remember, Drake dropped a beautiful album. The Double XL freshman list is beautiful, and Curry has been top 10 for a while. If you enjoy this week's episode, uh, give it a thumbs up. Um, tune into next week's episode, and I hope you guys have a great day. Oh, wait, before I leave, I forgot to give you guys your quote of the day. How does one want to become a butterfly? They must want to fly so badly that they are willing to give up, become a caterpillar. Let me say that one more time. How does one want to become a butterfly? They must want to fly so badly that they are willing to give up, becoming a caterpillar. In my interpretation of this goes, if I want to become that person in the future that does everything that I'm envisioning right now, I need to separate myself from the person I am right now to become the person I am in the future because the Wandi I am right now is not going to cut it to become the Wandi in the future. 
if I want to become that butterfly, that means I need to stop becoming the caterpillar I am. That means I need to start becoming more focused on my plans. I need to start executing more of the things that I say that I'm going to execute and continue to be hungry, be ruthlessly ambition, become that warrior in the garden, leaving that wandy of the past to become the wandy of the future. So have a great one. And remember, continue to be yourself. Bye.